Welcome back to Unlocking the Cage. I have a very, very special guest right now that I'm amazed I got. Uh, Amy Borman. She's the former USA Gymnastics uh, head Olympic coach, and she was the personal coach of Simone Biles. First off, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's it's early morning in Tokyo right now. Yeah, thank you for having me. No problem at all. So the, I want you to fill in the gaps of my knowledge. And, and, and one of the things that when we're discussing Simone Biles on my show, um, I said, look, I, when it comes to gymnastics, when it comes to the Olympics, I'm speaking from a point of ignorance. I was a fighter. Uh, I have done jujitsu. I've done combat sports. I've competed. I haven't done this sport at the elite level. And the first thing I want to ask you is, is it possible for someone who hasn't done it or wasn't in it to understand the pressures of being an Olympic gymnast when you've been training since you were four or five years old? Is it possible to understand if you haven't been in it? Well, I think that um, all elite sports have their inherent pressure. So I think that there are other sports that do feel the same kind of pressure. I think the thing that really makes gymnastics stand out is that it is inherently dangerous. You know, it is not something that you can do if your mind isn't clear. You have to know exactly what your body is doing in the air at all times, or it could be catastrophic. Um, is there extra pressure as well? I was a wrestler, and, and one of the hard things about being a wrestler is everybody cares about the Olympics. It's every four years. Uh, you can miss your prime, meaning you could – it's like nobody cares about wrestling except in the Olympic years, and even then they don't care that much. But it's, it's one of those things where – you could have a million world titles, a million NCA titles. Everybody remembers the Olympics, and that's every four years. That could be out of your prime. It could just come in the wrong year, and you aren't ready for it. Is that extra pressure on these athletes? Yes, absolutely. You know, the gymnastics and gymnasts are the darlings of the Olympics. Everybody yeah. watches gymnastics, but just like you said with wrestling, they watch it every four years. So they don't th understand that these gymnasts are doing this day in, day out, you know, often six, seven days a week. So um, having that that already in there that they're they're putting in so much time and energy and then the pandemic came and everyone was prepared for the olympics to be last year and everybody had to you know remap out what their plan was to make tokyo happen this year um one question i'm talking to amy borman the former usa gymnastic head olympic coach and coach of simone biles uh on the mental side i much like you know, the only other sport I can think of is wrestling when they start five or six years old. You start and they're children. And then by like 24, 25, I've heard a dozen people say last week, well, Simone Biles is getting old. I'm like, she's 24. I have T-shirts older than Simone <laughs> Biles, right? But it's almost as though they start when they're kids. And by the time they're in many ways reaching what would be a normal person's athletic prime, they're like out to pasture. What are the pressures that are unique to that? Well, I think one of the wonderful things is that at this stage of the game, there are a lot more older adult women uh, gymnasts, you know, so the ages are more on prime with what the men are right now. So that's a really nice shift in the sport. But yeah, when the, um, I guess the history of being in gymnastics is, yeah, you start basically when you're a toddler and you hit your prime at 18 and you should retire by 19. It's kind of what the, the previous has been. Right. So and hitting that window and making sure that your age falls correctly within that window, not that you have any control over that, but um, there is that pressure in there to be like, okay, well, I have to be ready at this date and time because gymnasts have often felt that they don't have another to come out and prove themselves.
So let's talk about th- that mental side, because obviously mental health being a huge issue, and right now every time about that, vis-a-vis Simone Biles, help us understand, not just for Simone, but for uh, Olympic gymnasts, how much is the mental side of it, or looking out for these mental pressures, remember these are young girls in the beginning, at least, and even at the end, but they are by a lot of people's definition young girls, how do you as a coach deal with the mental pressures these girls have to go through? How do you deal with that? Well, one of the biggest things that we focused on, especially when getting into the elite level, was that, you know, Simone had to understand that other people's expectations of her were not her responsibility. Her responsibility mm. was to do the best thing for her, you know, and if that meant taking a break, it meant taking a break. If that meant that she wanted to challenge herself, that's, you know, where I stepped in to help challenge her. But knowing that she had the support back there when she was in those prime years of development and developing her own understanding about her mental health, I think helped her make the decision that was best for her this week about her physical and mental health. What I'm curious about, I'm speaking, of course, to Amy Borman, uh, former USA Gymnastics head Olympic coach and private coach of Simone Biles. What I was curious about, and I I would like to be informed about, because I I, I don't know, what I was curious about when I talked about this was she went through the trials, she went to Tokyo, she was partway through the event, and then decided for her own mental health to step back. At what point, I don't know if you've spoken to her, I have no idea what insight you might have, but going through that whole process, were there issues she was concerned about? Were there issues you were concerned about that you knew about leading up to this? That's what me and a lot of the world is very curious about. This whole process of qualifying the Olympics and then getting there and then starting. Did she have issues throughout and they built up or was this comparatively sudden? Do you have any idea? Well, I wasn't with her every day. And since I'm not currently coaching her, I don't know what, you know, if she was having issues in her training um, leading up to it, I could tell that on that day of competition that she wasn't didn't seem to be in her normal headspace. Um, and I could see a little bit of self-doubt in her eyes, but um, I don't know if it was sudden or if it it had been coming on for a while, but definitely she even put a post up about how the the pressure that was on her, you know, really was taking a toll on her mental state. And that I think she was like, yeah, the, the Olympics are no joke. You know, and this is an athlete who's been here before. She knows what to expect, but this Olympics is also very different than the last one she was at. There's no spectators. There's no crowd cheering you on. And when you're Mm. an athlete who's used to being in the spotlight when it comes to competition and the spotlight just isn't there, it's not that it's pointed on someone else. It's just not there. You walk into the arena and it's silent. Um, And so that's very unusual, especially for the American athletes, because they're used to having venues, you know, packed to the brim and people screaming their name. And so I don't think it's about ego, but it is about energy. And with the energy not being there, I think that some of the athletes will start to go, wait, something's not right. And then that can just trickle into, well, you know, it's not right because the energy isn't right. Well, maybe there's something wrong with me. Well, now my skill isn't right. And they start doubting themselves. So I didn't see anything leading up to it, but I can understand where it comes from. And is this something that coaches monitor is you know I, I know you're not coaching right now but but you have in the past is this something you're in communication with of course you, you coached I believe Rio 2016 that was you um is this something you're on as a coach are you in in in, in constant touch with the athletes about this kind of stuff or is it they got to deal with their own thing how is the culture like in gymnastics right now when it comes to conversations like this 
Well, I'm not sure exactly what the situation is with Simone and her current coaches, but I know personally as a yeah. coach, I was very involved in, in being aware of what their mental state was, you know, with all of my athletes and even with the athletes that I'm working with currently, um, I had an athlete who was particularly stressed and I asked her if her stress helped improve her performance because some athletes, they like that adrenaline. They like that stress. It gets them that edge that they like, but they also know how to control it. This athlete, I was able to recognize that it wasn't helping her performance. So I just asked her, does it help your performance? And she said, no. And I said, okay, well, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to you? You know, you have a bad day, you have a bad competition. Like, wouldn't you rather enjoy doing the competition and have a bad competition or be miserable and have a bad competition? So like when we look at a worst case scenario. And so when she went out to compete, I said, you looked much more relaxed today. She said, yes, I decided to have fun today. And it made a huge difference in her performance overall. So I am the type of coach that constantly checks in on the mental state. Um, so that's in a competition mode, in a training mode, it's, you have to see their mental state to know if you can push a little harder that day, or if you need to pull back and let them really lead the show. What do you say? Cause I opened it up to callers, uh, when I discussed Simone Biles and I got three full banks of calls. I talked about it for about 45 <laughs> minutes. Everybody wanted to talk about it. And I got some really reasonable responses. A lot of people really support supportive of Simone Biles, but there was the other side of the Part of athletics is dealing with pressure. If you didn't want pressure, you shouldn't be competing at this level. There was the, you know, the fight through it crowd. What's your response to the fight through it crowd? Well, I think what Simone is going through right now is not a fight through it situation. Simone has fought through it. You know, this is a mental health issue. This isn't I'm too nervous to compete. Simone has been competing her entire life. This goes to mental health. And, you know, there's a step that you go over. And if you're talking about physical health, you know, do you have the sniffles or do you have a virus that could kill you? It's kind of that same Mm. situation. Being nervous in a competition is like having the sniffles, getting the twisties and getting lost in the air and going into a mental state where, you know, you could die is much more of that. You know, I have a virus that could kill me. So if you're comparing it to what people would look at as far as physical health, or, you know, I, I stubbed my big toe and it's a little sore today, or I have a broken femur, you know, like let's compare, let's, let's put it on perspective. So nerves are not just nerves, you know, being saying pressure is not just pressure. There, there are degrees of it. And her mind said, you cannot do this. And she was smart enough to listen and say, I can't do this right now. And, you know, people say she was selfless and she gave up on the team and they were counting on her. Well, no, everybody on the team is counting on themselves and they know that. And in reality, she knew she couldn't perform. Therefore, her stepping out of the competition actually gave the team a better opportunity to medal. Because if she had gone and done a disastrous performance, the United States would not have medaled in the team final. Is it difficult with the un- – unfortunately, we have kind of like one big bag to put all this in, which is mental health. And uh-huh. people talk about anxiety and depression when there are a million levels to these things. Is our ability – our inability – I'm sorry, our inability to communicate what's going on part of the problem? As you just well, said, like yes. you, you stub your toe and breaking your ankle, two different things, but we all call it mental health. You know, is, is right. it, that, is exactly. it just difficult? Yeah. I think it's a lack of education on the public's part that, you know, they think that mental health isn't a real thing. And, you know, I have grown up, my mother, um, 
has borderline personality disorder. And so I've grown up with mental health issues in the family. And so it's much easier for me to accept and recognize when things are happening. And so I think it's really just about education. And if just like you would go to the doctor, if you have a cold, you know, if you need some medicine, it's the same thing. Going to therapy is just going to get your medicine from your doctor and there's nothing wrong with it. And everybody has to understand that it is the best thing to do for you and to not villainize athletes who choose to step away from a competition because they know that at that moment they are ill. Amy, I know you had to get up early. I know that you don't know me from Adam. And I really appreciate with everything you have going on that you're able to take the time to talk about this. To me, very important subject. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. Amy Borman, former USA gymnastic head Olympic coach. That's her take on it. And she knows Simone Biles pretty well. Unlocking the Cage with Jimmy Smith. Weekdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Unlocking the Cage with Jimmy Smith is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Michael Russo. The associate producer is Kelly Murphy. Sound design by Nuri Balin. Andy King is director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts.